to see for yourselves one of the most amazing events. When is this great experiment for me? Impervious to heat, impossible to move. Is it human or inhuman? Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It's time for the Geeky Drummy Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Everything's confusing me today. Don't drop anything. It's like I've gone into some kind of video game. It's like one of those psychological video games. It's kind of designed to make you feel like Bluefield Hill. Yeah, it's like, oh gosh, what's going on? I was thinking more Eternal Darkness. Eternal that messes Darkness. with your uh, sanity meter and everything. Hello, and if you've not guessed, it's Geeky Remy live at Not Another Comic Con. Joining me today, Mr. Keith Bloomfield. Hello, Ryan. And Mr. Lee Price. Hi. How are we all this fine Saturday morning? Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. Sunday? Sunday. Lost all concept of days. Yeah, clearly clearly things are going well, because we already don't know what day it is. Yeah. So we reserved a little corner of the Not Another Comic Con. Uh, It's a little bit bigger than it was in 2017, wasn't it, Keith? We had one hall, now we're across three separate halls. You'd have to tell me, I wasn't there. Oh, no, you weren't. I was, you... I was possibly Wales at the time. Yes, you, you were in the middle of nowhere. If I, I was remember. in the middle of nowhere, yeah. So you got to experience that one. So I've no I've <laughs> frame of reference, but this is quite impressive. I like where we put ourselves. Yeah. Because we can see everything. Yes. Uh, which is quite impressive, really. I can also hear Sonic over and over. <laughs> Just the Green Hill Zone. Just yeah. Green Hill Zone. Zone one of the Green Hill Zone. Everyone is really bad at Sonic and it is driving me insane. There's <laughs> <laughs> four hours of somebody stuck on, on Green Hill Zone. We're going to have to go over there and sort that out. Someone needs to get to Marvel Zone. It's driving me insane. <laughs> or at least get to the special stage. Just do something. I do feel quite bad as well that I haven't cosplayed. Because there is quite a lot of people in, in cosplay type stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's quite an impressive Supergirl that I'm kind of like going, yeah, but that's not the costume she's going to wear now. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, quite, I'm quite liking the new Supergirl costume she's going to wear in the next season, which is kind of like a full yeah. suit one. It's quite it, was, nice. it was definitely a fun experience, like parking up and being told where the parking machine was by Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's friendly. It's the neighbourhood. Yeah, exactly. He's fulfilling the role yeah. perfectly. He's come to Birmingham. He can't. He can't swing between anything because we haven't got enough high buildings. Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of wandering around car parks. <laughs> right. So um, as mentioned, we're across three halls. So we're in the main dealer hall. There is a separate hall where it's got all the sword press and all the big comic creators. They're all being mixed together. So it's a really interesting way of doing it, rather than having like all the larger creators off into their own little zone. Mm. Yeah, it's quite a good setup that to kind of so that if you're going to go and see the likes of a Steve Pugh or a Jamie Delano or whatever. Next to them is going to be somebody who's yes. starting to sell their books, possibly for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's quite a nice little layout. Yeah. It's got quite a good selection of um, creators. I mean, you know, it's a good, good, solid British uh, representation in there. Yeah. Some really big names, people who have been involved in some really big books. And you've got Al Ewing here, who's yeah. one of your favourite writers. Yeah, well, at the he's moment. currently he's currently kind of reinvigorating the Incredible Hulk over for Marvel. The he's Immortal doing Hulk, you mean? The Immortal Hulk, yeah, yes. and. Um, that book just seems to get better and better. Yes, only the other day, Joe Bennett, the artist who's been working with him, uh, put up some just some pencils only that he'd yeah. been doing for the latest issue, and it looks amazing. And I was thinking, this doesn't even need to get inked and coloured. This just looks fantastic on its own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, Al's been doing some and great stuff he's anyway. He's just taken over Valkyrie. 
comics as the uh, Valkyrie yeah, comics as well. I think he's doing that as a kind of joint thing with Jason Aaron. Yeah. So I think Jason's kind of guiding what he's been doing with the Asgardian universe over the past yeah. few years because he's been doing the, the Thor books quite recently yes. and then did the, he did uh, the Jane War Foster of the Realms. Run, he? he did the, well, it was the, the Mighty Thor, yeah. which was the version where Jane Foster was Thor while Thor was often unworthy yeah. doing his kind of King Thor um, yeah. thing. So if you if you are into, the, if you're coming to Thor from the Marvel books, yeah. then that Jason Aaron run uh, Especially the phase really four, good. yeah, yeah, with the Love and Thunder movie book with Jane yeah. Foster taking over. But I think only this week the first issue of Jane Foster Valkyrie was published. So yeah. uh, I haven't read that yet, but uh, look, that looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. And um, also here, John Wagner, I mean, creator of Judge Dredd, Strong Jim Dog. Can't really have another bigger British creator here. No, yeah, he's been involved in so many of the big British books. Yeah. You know, the iconic characters, but he's got. His uh, new Rock, Rock of, the, of Red. the Gods, with the second volume yeah, coming out. I, I do need to pick that up because I keep meaning to and I keep forgetting to do yeah. it. But I think I'm, I will today go and um, pick up the previous trades because that's yeah. quite an interesting um, story there. Yeah, and on the Small Express side, we have the amazing Corey Brunson here who's just released his latest anthology work. Yeah, he was telling. I was talking to him a little bit earlier and he told me that uh, the Deadlier Than uh, anthology actually sold out of at the wow. San Diego Comic Con recently, so that was quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to see Corey here again. You know, he's putting out some interesting books. He's working with some interesting collaborators and stuff. So, yeah. uh, and you know, just just the way it's all packaged looks fantastic. All right. So so far, favorite cosplay, Keith. Um, ooh, ooh. the moment, uh, just because it is almost screen accurate. The Supergirl is pretty impressive. Lee, any cosplays you've seen so far? Hmm. Your favorite. To think who's walked past this desk that I've been sitting at for most of the. I did see a, the concert, that a Last of Us cosplay coming past the machine. Uh, <laughs> I did see a rather impressive Newt Scamander, which was quite good. Yes. Thor is here with the helicopter blade from the Thor copter as well. Thanos. 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 Easily from confused. the Thanos copter. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's a quite an impressive Dalek. Yes. yes. Um, so yeah, that, that looks pretty good. The Daleks probably the best thing I've seen so far, just because it is so ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's just so accurate to what. what mm-hmm. like it's even got a, the voice modulator and everything. Yeah. So that's probably mine. Yeah. So apart from the other distractions, there is the retro gaming zone, which Lee has listened to many times yeah. so far. Uh, outside, there is a, a mobile escape live. One of those escape rooms. Ooh, okay. It's like a, an escape caravan. Yeah, it's a 15 minute one, but it's in the back of a big transit van, basically. <laughs> is... I, I don't fancy my chances today. <laughs> I'm having an off day. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's the Game of Anne as well, which has got some more modern consoles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic Legends on that one. Yeah. Just, yes, just go in there and it's just Green Hill Zone from every angle. <laughs> And of course, there's a wide range of panels on. So whilst we're recording this, the diversity panels in panels on. Keith, you just sat in on the Batman at eight panel and Fan Guild a little bit. Yeah, it was, it was it was quite bizarre situation being sat on a on a, a panel with with three of Britain's kind of most prolific and well known creators. Yeah, um, so it was John Higgins, who's done a lot of work, but it's probably most famous for inking uh, Watchmen. Yeah, um, Jamie Delano was on there, who is um, 
very prolific writer who had a big hand in the development of um, John Constantine's Hellblazer mm-hmm. character. Yep. Uh, so he did a lot there. And then Steve Pugh, who's done a lot of stuff, um, he did uh, a lot of um, 2000 AD stuff. And mm-hmm. recently, uh, one, he was doing the Flintstones revival with yep. Mark Russell, who's a writer that I've... You're one of, of your um, favourite writers, isn't Yeah, it? I mean, he's, he's brilliant. And Steve's work on that on that yeah. run of um, Flintstones books is beautiful. It's an absolutely brilliant collection. So it's two volumes, if you want to go and look for it now. Yeah. Uh, Flintstones volume one and volume two. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant run of comics. And you're one, on one of the panel a little bit later on? Yeah, I'm on another one, but I can't remember what it is. Don't tell Pete. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm hoping I'm sure he won't listen me. back. Yeah. I think it's the comics are for everyone panel. Oh, is that? Well, there you go. That's all yes. right. I'm, so now that you've been on this panel with these comic legends, can we arrange it so that I'm on a panel with like one of the Stamper brothers and Mike Biffle and Rihanna Pratchett? You got, <laughs> you got to meet Super Mario. I did. Stop complaining. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> got to meet Charles Martinet. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've met <laughs> North and Baker as well. So, yeah. Know. We met Nolan North and Troy Baker, didn't we? Yeah. So you, I mean, you got your picture taken with. Charles Martin, yeah. Well. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. there, was, there was no photo opportunities for me just now. <laughs> right, so we've got some fantastic stuff coming up a little bit later on. We're having a few interviews, uh, probably cutting a little bit of the panels, um, but maybe have a what's the best thing we can find for a tenor challenge mm-hmm. with yeah. a three minute time scale, I think. A this time. not tap challenge. How long? Three minutes, I think. Did, did you see time. how I went up there? Yeah. Yeah. How? <laughs> Five yeah. minutes is too easy. Keith. We're always, Keith. Yeah. On your way around, make sure that whatever you find, you don't drop it on the floor. <laughs> what I must get is something made from ceramic, and then then I can then I can drop it. No, I'm, so I'm going to have to. I might have to go for a, 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 a loo break. Yeah. By virtue of going round all the stands yeah. to give me a head start on a three minutes. Three minutes. I can't even run hundred meters in three minutes. It's going to be three minutes from this desk as well. Oh, none of, none of this wandering off and then coming back. Alright, oh, okay. I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, so I'm just no. wondering whether I can go into the creators' area and see if I can get an original sketch of something. You're gonna get a sketch signed, are you? In three minutes. Yeah, yeah, in three minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna tell them now. I'm coming back <laughs> in a bit. Not, not that I'm saying that's what I'm doing. That seems yeah. like I'm giving away my tactics. Yeah. Okay. I've not worked this out. Probably. Alright, so we'll be back with you in a little bit. I'm Dan Cornwell. I'm the artist on Rock of the Reds. I'm also artist for 2000 AD, mainly Judge Dredd. And Max Normal, the latest series I've just done. Currently working on the second series of uh, Rock of the Reds with John Wagner. And also in the middle of uh, a, a, a new Judge Dredd strip for The Prog. So what do you think about um, conventions like this? How important is it for creators to meet um, the public? I think it's vital. You know, that, that's why they're growing. There's more and more conventions year on year which is good I don't think you know you can't saturate the market because if the demand's there then people will turn up at these, to these things and I enjoy meeting other creators and the fans it's, it's, it's why you do it you know you enjoy it you enjoy producing artwork for these people yeah I think they're uh, great fun um, so with Rock that's being published in a slightly different way to what you would normally see kind of like individual issues on a, on a shelf it's how, how is Rock doing? How, how is that finding an audience? Um, 
it's hard, I think, and it's hard to do any comic nowadays because most sales are through the internet, aren't they? And um, your local shops don't store comics anymore. But it's selling well enough. It could, it could sell more. Um, but we've got the second series coming out on a Kickstarter in September, I believe we're starting it. So that will hopefully uh, sell well. That's what we're hoping. But it's, it's if we reach our Kickstarter goal, then it's selling well. <laughs> if it doesn't, then we're... Well, we have to go down in a different route, I would assume. So if people are interested in finding more out about you and your work, where can they find you online? Well, Rock of the Reds has got its own website anyway, so rockoftheredge.com. I do have a, a website for my art that's dancornwell at wordpress.com and there's also on Facebook, Dan Cornwell on Facebook and Twitter, Dan Cornwell Art. Whatever the website, I don't know how... Twitter names were, I've forgotten, but yeah, Dan Cornwell Art on Twitter and Dan Cornwell on Facebook. One thing we always do at conventions, what is it, gents? The Tat Challenge. It's the Tat Challenge. Hey, we're flipping it on the head this time. We're, we're going to be the Not Tat Challenge. So you've got to find the greatest item you can purchase in three minutes for 10 English pounds. Which is probably going to be worth about five US dollars by the end of the stat challenge. <laughs> mm. Three minutes, is that how long it takes to boil an egg? Yes. That sounds like a long time. That is a long time. It's not. Right, I'm so. I'm chronologically challenged, I thought we'd established this in a previous episode. <laughs> well, you've got the dropsies today. <laughs> You're going to hear a loud crash <laughs> halfway across the convention centre. Don't buy anything breakable, Keith. Okay. Yeah, that was Keith. Alright, so Keith, take your phone. Set a three-minute timer on your phone. Okay. Three-minute timer. Keith will be recording separate audio while this, so we can listen back and laugh later on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Three minutes, man. That's going to be like. It's going to be hard. So we've got a quite an expansive main dealer hall here. I think there's going to be a wide range of machetion dice. Yep. Machetion dice. Machetion dice. If Keith can get past the Dalek, though. I will go the opposite way to the Dalek and the Disco Spartans, which is quite interesting. And so. the uh, Dark Jedi Boba Fett, by the look of yeah, it. It's almost like that corner they're getting a cosplay competition going, so that's why it's getting quite crowded yeah, over there. <laughs> that the pre-judging for the competition. five minutes. Yes. I thought this would be perfect timing. Right. three minutes. You've got three minutes. Starting from... This is like Taskmaster. Yes. So I've got, I'm going to record what I'm doing as I go around. Yes. And me and Lee are going to watch you fall over at least once. Ten pounds, three minutes. <laughs> That's going to be so hard. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to Five, go. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Okay, here we go. Three minutes. This is going to be so hard. So I'm going to go first past uh, Ace Comics. He's going at a very leisurely place, yeah. considering that he said three minutes is not much time. For, for a second, I thought he was genuinely going to go through those comic boxes <laughs> individually. I'm going past Andy Doodle's store. He's uh, got stuff. I've got Joe's here. He's, I know his um, custom things. I've got to try and find some quality merchandise to buy for 10 English pounds. Yeah, so I'm just kind of... I'm thinking, like, I'm going to go round and see what we've got. I wouldn't be surprised if Keith did something. I mean, like, it is, yeah, it is Keith. I, fa- I found a Spider-Man issue one for ten pounds. <laughs> Bear in mind, this was like Keith was like, I'm, oh, "Let's wander around the the comics room for five minutes," and then he, as soon as you and walk then, in, 
an just hour like later. Directing you... me, he's like giving me the life history of every single artist in the room. And leave me alone for an hour yeah. listening to the sonic Green Hill Zone music. <laughs> the one that's labelled up cheap art inside. Ah, cunning marketing ploy. <laughs> cheap art inside. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a quick loop and then see what I get to if I don't get run over by Daleks. They got to Springyard. They got to Springyard. Are they updated? Keith is currently being attacked by a Dalek, which is quite amusing because he's really running out of time and he's got two (laughs) stalls along. He's having his photo taken with the Dalek. (laughs) In a time-based challenge, this does not make sense to me. Oh, he's escaped. He's, He's got up to the Sonic computer. Okay, so Dalek, Daleks and Newt Scamander. I'm supposed to be looking for something to buy, so I'm just going to go now. I can't afford a Dalek. So they for, for ten pounds cash right now. No, he's not going to go for it. Okay, so da- a Dalek. I can't buy a Dalek for ten pounds. Um, that's that's um, a raffle. Could spend ten pound on a raffle. We're going past the uh, games, um, which is another really difficult thing. So now coming up to another part of the stalls. So we've got some gaming cards here, Pokemon cards. Uh, there's a rather nice. Um, Swamp Thing for £12, so that's a little bit out of my uh, price range. So I've got to hurry up. So I could get a lovely uh, Superman, which is kind of nice, or a smiling um, thing. Or, so I've got to go around. This is, this is much more difficult than I first expected. There's Ben 10 toys. A lot of these things here are far too expensive. So I've got to go around. got to go around the cosplay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to about to start row number two. I'm pretty sure you can't buy any of those retro consoles. Yes. He's probably trying to wangle a deal as we speak. Oh, he's up to the other merch stand. He's looking at Dorbs, which are the other giant-headed mm. vinyl figures. Avoid knocking over other people's tripods. Avoid the Disco uh, Spartans. So I'm going to go through here, so I'm going to carry on. Thank you very much. Um, disco Spartans have gone through. What we've got? We've got uh, some more toys. I'm kind of gravitating towards the toys. So this is kind of interesting. Uh, what have we got here? I, I I think I may actually go for... No, I, I can't see him at the moment. I've just got anime in my way right now. <laughs> um, and Kirby. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not objecting to having Kirby. No, Kirby's, Kirby's cute. Adorable, yeah. Kirby's cute, yeah. I don't mind Kirby. He's, he's by the Funko Pops. Well, he looks a bit lost. He's gone into the cosplay competition. <laughs> he's gone into the cosplay competition. Keith, that geeky roomy shirt, though lovingly <laughs> handcrafted, does not qualify as cosplay. No. No. You can get geeky roomy merchandise from Redbubble, by the way. There's links on our website. We have a Kofi as well, though. Yes, you yeah. can go to co-fi.com yeah. forward slash geeky roomy. Always drop us a couple of quid. I got 57 seconds. Uh, this is really, really difficult. So, I think I'm going to have to go for. I feel like we're the most rubbish sports commentators ever. <laughs> I feel like we should have background stats on Keith here. Uh, yeah, Keith uh, first uh, bought Tat in 1972. <laughs> <laughs> and has been a professional Tat buyer since yes. then. Yes. If you want to see t- Keith's Tat on display, you can check out his co- Comics Roundup mm-hmm. on YouTube. He has shells of Tat. Yes. This is really hard, so I'm going to go for... Um, this, okay, I'm going to plump for the uh, fall exclusive, so I'm going to go for that. I've got 31 seconds to buy it. 
So I'm going to pay for these. So I'm going to go for that. So I'm just about to purchase these. I'm going to take those, if that's okay. I'll give you that. Thank you very much. You'd get to see my tat if I had anything resembling a decent camera and audio, <laughs> so I could do the game stuff, but no. Nah. You, you hide behind your camera. Yeah. yeah. So, your YouTube videos, yes. whilst, whilst we wait for Keith to return. Yes. Why do you do it in the format that you do it? Not in the usual Twitch streamer format of having yourself as a little... I've just It's just the way I've always done it, because I started doing Let's Plays and things like that yeah. years before it. Years before it became cool. Yeah. Um, and it really was at that point, no one was doing camera stuff. Yeah. So it really was just commentary. And I, I don't really like having my own face on things <laughs> as well, so that's also... And there you go. I have doubt my tat challenge in three minutes. Two, one. There we go. There's the timer. So I've finished. I've gone. I don't know whether I have to hide this before I get back to the uh, desk, but I've certainly uh, bought something, and I have changed. So... This is this is kind of like under there, and I've hidden that. So, I actually purchased it and paid for it within the three minutes. Oh, he's back! Oh, he's back! So I'm back. My three minutes is up. Hi, I'm Stu Perrins. I'm the writer and co-creator of Megatomic Battle Rabbit. The fourth and final issue is out soon, or may already be out, and you can find that on the uh, Fair Spell Books uh, online store. Tell me a little bit more about the book itself. Uh, the book is basically, it's there's not the old cliche of write what you know. And I was never a teenager in um, New York. I grew up in West Bromwich. And this is what this is where it's set. It's also a fantastical sort of alien, uh, alien story. It's an all-ages thing. And it's been compared to things like E.T. and Stranger Things and a series of unfortunate events. And I suppose it's encapsulates all of those things into one thing but it is also its own thing as well and how important are things like these comic cons to independent creators um, I think it's incredibly I don't think you can sort of you can't credit it enough really because it's, it's getting your stuff out there because obviously the little guys like me we don't get national international distribution so stuff like this is perfect we can get it into people people's hands it's absolutely it's vital where can people find you online? Uh, best bet is probably Twitter, which is at Stu Perrins. And, uh, yeah, and just get on there for bad jokes and free comics and more info. That's a slightly more athletic start from Lee than, than yours. Yeah, well, he is, he is quite considerably younger than I am. We, we were half expecting you to look through the long boxes that are here. To start looking Three minutes. I panicked. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I, I almost went to uh, Joe yeah. Ward, who's here, who uh, has got some lovely custom figures. Yeah, he enticed me a little bit with a folder that said cheap art inside. Yeah, uh, but it looked rather complicated to get into. Mm-hmm. So I, I was going to use up my time. Yeah, uh, I then tried to buy a Dalek for ten quid. He said he was not for sale. Yeah. So that was a bit of a blast. Did he try to exterminate you at the same time? I think he's quite a friendly Dalek. Yeah. He, I, he hasn't seemed to uh, Is he like the, killed anybody. Is he yet? like season one Dalek, the one that Billy Piper finds <laughs> chained up? <laughs> a bit think, more reasonable I think Dalek. he's a black country Dalek. <laughs> he's just a bit narked, but you yes. know. 
uh, just a bit grumpy. But feed, that's kind of feed cool. him some uh, pork scratchings. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, he's got the kind of you know black country colourings. Yeah, I think I think uh, Daleks are a kind of heavy metal type yeah. kind of character. So that's good. Okay, let's see what we've got. Starlick in the way, so I will probably not go that way. There we go. Oh, Pokemon stuff. Let's go with some of that. Currently looking at a bunch of Pokemon cards. And all of the Pokemon plushies are quite expensive. They're out of the range. So something... There's an Eevee for 25. Don't think we'll be going for that one. Uh, we've got a lot of consoles, board games. These aren't things you could buy. I mean, they are things you can buy, but not right now. Uh, what have we got? We've got uh, a Sonic for 14. That's too much. Uh, yeah. But you know, I'd like really to see hard. a Black Sabbath Dalek. Oh yeah, could you imagine a Black Sabbath? Sharon, <laughs> but with a Dalek voice. Yes. Yeah. No, I can see. I can see Lee across the tables. I, He's having a look. Eyesight of Lee. I can see him. I can see Batman Secret Files. He's going. He's going backwards and forwards. I found this rather tr- difficult. Yeah. A couple of nice things that I quite like the look of. Yeah. Which I may buy so with my own money. Limit that ten pound limit is really hard. Yeah. Um, but I may go back to a couple of places that have, I've got some things that I kind of fancy myself mm-hmm. um, but I think I panic bought in the end because yeah. my timer said 30 seconds Ooh, it's always a risk uh, so I did I panic bought although I panic bought something I had my eye on anyway right so it's kind of pluses and minuses there's a few things but a lot of a lot of good stuff it's quite expensive Oh no, I'm rapidly running out of time, and I'm not sure what I'm getting yet. I'm going to go around to another place, I like the look of that, might come back to that if I can't find anything else. Uh, Mostly wrestling stuff, not in my wheelhouse. What we got over here? Yeah. Hmm. Don't know what I'm gonna get, and I'm rapidly running out of time. But yeah, this is yeah. this. It's a challenge. Have we been enjoying not another comics on so far today? Um, it's good. I mean, it's there's a lot here. Which yeah. It's quite interesting. Um, the, the comics. Cr- I think the best thing really is the um, the creator room is amazing. The creator room, the fact that it is just such a mix yeah. of um, people. I do quite like how whether it was intentional, they've put some artists and writers on opposite sides of the alleys. Yeah, uh, I was saying to um, Dan Cornwall, of, uh, uh, who's the artist on Rock of the Reds, was it and Rock of the Who, Gods and Rock of the Gods. Is this a competition so the writer can go, I sold more than you, hence <laughs> the writer is more important than the artist? Yes. The same with Ian Edgington and uh, Disraeli. It's, it's one of the big debates, isn't it? In, uh, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Society, isn't it? It, who's more important in a comics creation, the writer or the artist? Of yeah, I would kind of side with the artists in most cases. Uh, are you in the picture is a thousand words category? Yeah, I think it's more tricky to... Uh, Good writing and bad art yeah. don't really work, but bad bad writing and good art can work. Um. Hey, Ed. can I um pick this, please? Thank you. Oh. I've got my item. 
right before the time run out. Thank you. All right. Bye. Cool. And that is with five seconds to spare. And now I'm heading back. Yeah. Release back. He, he bought something. Leah's returned. Did you beat your three minutes or did you do it in three minutes? Yeah, this Ooh, is horrible, isn't it? Tight, then. Right, time for seat swappage. Okay, so we're going to work this up. I'm going to drop something else. Um... Hello, I'm Mike Garley. Uh, I'm the writer of The Kill Screen, Samurai Sasha, and 32 Kills. Um, 32 Kills is a noir thriller revenge tale. It's a one-shot story with art by Andy Fift. Uh, it's all told in 16 panel pages, so it's got a really phonetic pace. Samurai Sasha is about a uh, killer Samurai Sasha from the 80s, about a fake 80s film basically, about a Sasha that goes on the killing spree. It's fairly tongue-in-cheek, quite stupid but quite fun. And the kill screen is what would happen to our world if computer errors and computer game errors infected mankind, how would people survive? And it's been described a bit like Black Mirror meets Walking Dead, nowhere near as depressing. So these are all the comics I'm doing at the moment, and I've got a new one coming out soon called Our Final Halloween, uh, which is with Michael Lee Graham. And that's uh, 80s horror, Stephen King-esque fun horror romp. I obviously haven't sold it enough to actually know how to describe it, but I'm proud of it, so hopefully you guys will enjoy it as well. And where can everybody find you? Oh, uh, I, I am under Mike Garley, uh, MikeGarley.com. My Twitter is at Mike Garley. My Instagram is also at Mike Garley. And I'm on Patreon as Mike Garley. Uh, I'm trying to push my Patreon at the moment because I'm doing a new comic called Everybody Dies at the End and that's going to be for my, my Patreons basically first uh, before it goes into the, the wider world. So I'd love it if people can check that out. So I get, a fe- I get a feeling we were ringers here, Lee, and Ryan has already clocked the best thing for £10. <laughs> in this no, I've not purchased anything. I, I, well, I've purchased a lovely comic book from uh, Mr. Corey Brotherson because they've run out of stock very quickly and he sold out at SDCC within a couple of days, I think. Yeah, it's good to see him selling out, though. And good to see he's back being a bit more local now, apparently. Back in, back in the mighty Birmingham, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's good. So you've got three minutes. So here we go. Are you ready? See, this is the thing. You're all seasoned veterans at this. I'm usually the one who sends you lot <laughs> off. So I'm not very good at it myself. We'll give you a, we'll give you a count in. Is you, are you set? Just setting my three minutes now. Yeah, and we made it more difficult for ourselves to carry a phone, a microphone, <laughs> and trying to buy something at the same time. It's just not working. Yeah. So you've got a countdown of five, four, three, two, one. Uh, off you go. I have a bad knee before I start at the top. He's so already na- coming out with the excuses, Keith. But he's gone the opposite way to us. So I, I, I think really well, the Dalek do. is still kind of in the way. Yeah, but I reckon he's, he's definitely got his eye on something. I'm, gonna, I'm starting in the opposite direction here. I'm going to get quickly past the cosplayers. Ooh, Tom Hall Arts looks really good. And they were both investigating this stall earlier. That's why I thought I'd have a quick look. Is he heading to the creator's room no he's yeah. not creating to the creator's yeah. room he's gone to one of the stores that i did take a fancy to mm. i did say I, I did find this kind of difficult yeah it's really hard yeah. did you end up in the last 10 seconds just panic buying the first thing you could say yeah yeah it's yeah pretty much hmm. that is a possible i may return for that one right Funko, 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 Funko. Could I get two Funkos for a pound? Hmm. There's a wide selection of Funkos. 
It was a nice black canary, actually. I may return this way shortly. Ooh, more Funkos. Many Funkos. Some wrestlers. T-shirts. T-shirts are a possibility. See, I could get two mugs, which are practical. I've noticed, though, now I've sat down, whether it was a pricing thing, but I, I do quite fancy, just across from us here at the uh, Not Another Comic Con, is a stall that appears to have comics-themed aprons. Hmm. Now, as a dad who often does the washing <laughs> up at home, because we haven't got a dishwasher, yeah. I, do, I do like a good apron mm-hmm. to protect me from the splash, because... If you haven't worked it out already, I do tend to drop things a lot. Yeah. And also somehow when I wash stuff, jets of water come <laughs> out of the washing bowl all over the place. Okay. I'm not quite sure how I do it. So, so you're hydrophilic, are you? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I, I do see a quite a nice attract. Uh, Superman apron, which is quite cool. I mean, I did kind of notice the dice that are oh, on sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, they don't have pricing out and I don't have time to ask. <laughs> Practicality or purchasing so, Magic the Gathering starter deck That's another possibility Some lovely wood art hmm. I may return for a pin badge Later on What else have we got here? We have aprons. Oh, I've been blocked by a Dalek. This, this is... This. <laughs> and how prints. Very nice. More in the cosplay style. Peppermint pie. Many Pokemons. The raffle going on. Right, I think I know what I'm going to purchase. Oh, what, oh Ryan's back coming already. back the other way. He's being stopped by a Dalek. So t- precious time is being wasted there. Uh, oh no, he's, he's by, by Daleks. He's, he's quite casual though, Ryan. Yeah. He's, he's you know he's purposeful but steady. Um, My problem was I found a lot of really good stuff that I really wanted, and it was all over. Yeah. There were a few things that I've spotted us that I probably will go back and buy. If my partner's listening to this, I didn't buy anything. And if a sudden toy appears on the shelves at home, it was already there before today. Yeah. Uh, we make that clear that the, whatever it is you think is new was already there. Uh, it's not a new addition. <laughs> you just didn't notice it before. I'm going to purchase this because I know my wife will like it as well. Because she's a big fan of this actor. And spoilers, he's got a bit of a catchphrase. But I am going to remove the sellotape that has been thoughtfully left on top of it. And I will select this item for purchase. Oh yeah, can I grab this please? So I've lost sight of him now. He's, yeah. he's disappeared. He's out there somewhere. Yeah, I can't. Um, Dalek's still there. Which is an impressive Dalek. It is. It, the, the voice modulator on it is, mm-hmm. is fantastic. It's also just very sassy as well. <laughs> and that's my favourite part about that Dalek. I, I think this is where we should go with the new season of Doctor Who. Yeah. Is that the Daleks aren't actually out to destroy you. They're yeah. just out to like make you feel really bad about <laughs> yeah. yourself. We've got new bugs. That's fine. Right, on the way back. One minute spare on the timer. So Ryan is 
coming back with a large box. <laughs> I think he's, he's picked he's up something. We spotted, we spotted this yeah. item. I can, I've seen a, yeah. a thing, so it's... Um, I know you've probably both seen this item and probably looked at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and probably thought, that's the biggest item possible for the price range. Mm. We, we made, I think we made some comments about that particular yeah. item, uh, which is good. Well, I bought it because my wife is a big fan of the actor. Ah, okay. Even though he does say random phrases quite a lot. What's his random phrase? Uh, I don't know. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, bongos. Uh, that's it. <laughs> uh, be good. So, how, so what, do, do, are we going to take a brief pause now while we... Uh, take a brief pause. And then reveal our purchases. Mm, yeah. I have 15 seconds left on my there was no panic buying there then. <laughs> Hi, my name is Corey Brotherson. I am a writer, actually here in the wonderful city of Birmingham. And I am basically the creator and co-creator of a variety of different books across the genres of sci-fi, fantasy, spy thriller and horror. A little bit of steampunk as well. So here at the convention, I have the newest book that I've launched, which is called Deadly Adan. So Deadly Adan is an anthology of four different women, or three women and a female spider, across the genres of sci-fi and fantasy. And each one of these stories deals with an issue or theme, including the likes of mental health, disability, um, identity, self-worth, all stuff which is something which I've had to uh, basically go through when I was actually creating the book itself. Um, I've worked with a variety of very talented artists and other creators as well across this. I think there was a team of about 12 of us working on this book. It took a fair few years to get out, but we managed to get there and we managed to get some amazing kind of quotes and press from the likes of Heather Antos, who was the Star Wars editor, Kieran Gillen, who is obviously known for stuff such as Die and The Wicked and Divine, and also Star Wars as well. And we got a foreword from Rihanna Pratchett, who's been incredibly generous to provide us so many lovely words and nice little anecdotes as well about her father in the book. So that's that. I'm also here promoting Magic and Myths. So Magic and Myths is more of a... Uh, kind of more of a kind of urban fantasy kind of story it's kind of i describe it as alice in wonderland meets buffy the vampire slayer meets clash of the titans which may sound a little bit odd but but generally speaking it is about a young lady who is trying to find her way in the world in a world that's constantly telling her that she's not worth anything and she's given the opportunity to become a supernatural heroine but she doesn't really know what this 15 minutes of fame as it were is going to cost her and when she does find it out it turns out to be a little bit too much from what she's asking so this is uh, co-created by my friend and artist collaborator, Sergio Calvert, who lives in Barcelona. We have been running on this for a fair few years. Actually, the most recent thing that we've done on this is written by Sergio himself. I edited a book called Pipework, and that is kind of continuing the theme of the dangers of seeking your 15 minutes of fame and what happens when you try to uh, get out from when you're in over your head. We also ended up launching a variety of uh, battle cards as well, which all have the characters from Magic and Myths on them. So you see they all have different stats and different abilities, and you kind of just play the game, essentially. So this is all just new ways to introduce people to the world of Magic and Myths, but also a different way to introduce them to the characters as well. So if you want to find myself or any of the work that I have here online, 
My name is Corey Robertson. That's C-O-R-E-Y-B-R-O-T-H-E-R-S-O-N. I'm very easily found because my name is ridiculously unique. It's actually the only Corey Robertson on the entire internet, apparently. And uh, you can find Deadly Adan and Magic Myths on Facebook, both Magic Myths slash Facebook or Deadly Adan slash Facebook. And uh, please come along, have a look at the work, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Thank you. Gents, we've returned from our Tap Challenge journeys. Yes. It is time to reveal our items. We'll be judging on value for money and cost, which yeah. is probably the same thing. Probably, yeah. Probably. And do we want another category in there? What other category do we have? Hmm. Silence is the other category. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think, like... It's hard to sort of judge overall quality, I guess. Right, we'll judge it on franchise popularity. Then. Okay, cool. Yep. So, okay. so, Keith, as you went first, reveal your item. Okay. So first of all, change. Thank you. Change, so I, I already gave my change to Ryan. What change? I don't, I don't remember <laughs> change. So, you're not getting so another five round. <laughs> so, it's been 50% value then. Bear in mind, three minutes is been a long time. There's a lot here. And I panicked. Yeah. Played by twins, four or five are. Yes. Currently trending on the uh, Funko Pop app. Yes. At, uh, uh, twenty dollars. Nice, nice. nice. So about twenty pounds in about five minutes. It's not voltage yet. It's still available. It's a convention special. That's good for us. Do you want to show the camera? It's two Funkos. Yeah. I say that is good value. Yeah, it's quite a good pose. Lee, what are we going to score him out of five? Hmm. See, I quite like the look of them. I mean, they're not the most popular of the Scott Kil- Pilgrim characters. Yeah. I don't it's think they vital, have. A vital part of the Scott Pilgrim uh, universe. Yeah. I mean, the Con exclusive sticker does bump it up slightly. Yeah. Oh, I think that was always good. Seven out of ten? Yeah, seven or eight. Seven out, seven out of ten. A solid seven yeah. out of ten. Well cool. done, Keith. Yep. Lee, time to reveal your item. Okay, I got a Domokun oh. Blacklight vinyl figure. Which uh, is this. Did you say Lovely. Blacklight vinyl figure? Blacklight? He yes. glows under Blacklight. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Like Peter Quill's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it, again, just like Keith, it was kind of like a panic buy at the last minute yeah. kind of thing. But I've always kind of found this this sort yeah. of so Domo constant. Domo, TV Tokyo mascots. Yeah. Always found him kind of cute. Big, big thing in the early 2000s on the internet. Yes, yeah, Due yeah. to a certain victory involving kittens, which I'm not going to say what yeah, happened to yeah. on the internet. Yes. But, but yeah. yeah. I did like the stop motion animation series. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I've only sort of seen bits of it around on the internet, but I, you know, I like the yeah. internet, I think. I mean, I do have a giant flopped Domo as well, yeah. so I am liking the Domo. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and that was £5. Good value, and again. Unlike Keith, I can't pull up the exact value. But it, <laughs> but it has a special feature that it does glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah I glow under black light, it says on there. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like it's 1986 and, and, it, and it has a skateboarding domo on the back which of course is what we all need in life so no I go. think that's good good value yeah out of 10 Keith um, it's solid yeah it's cool yeah it's, um, it glows in the dark yeah mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to reveal whether I have a black light <laughs> <laughs> we know um, you have a black light Keith <laughs> yeah I think that's a solid 7 yep cool. right I went last, and I did slightly panic by, but I know my wife likes this person, and it is probably the biggest thing I could find for ten pounds. It was that or a two, two to three year old apron in marble. <laughs> it is the man in back, man in back, Johnny the man, Cash, yes, the man <laughs> in black PVC diorama, oh, okay. not a toy from the Dark Tower food. Film by Get Diamond Gallery Toys, I think it is. Nice. Diamond Select Toys Gallery Edition. It's double stickered, so it's obviously made a saving here. It was obviously yes. more expensive at one point. It was, to reveal the other price, £15. <laughs> so it's so instant £5. Five pounds value on top. Yeah. I mean, which, which puts it comparable to the fact that me and Lee didn't spend the full five. Yeah. So, Value-wise, mm-hmm. very similar. Yep. Right, we have not three sad onions in the bottom. Yep. And then right next to it, sadly, 14 plus. This product is for adult collectors only and well, is, is not a toy. So yeah. it could end up being naked playing the bongos at any yes. point. And it is a Sony Pictures consumer products, which sounds like a Robocop kind of thing. <laughs> sure. I'm you know, from the successful film franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the mm-hmm. unsuccessful film mm-hmm. also available Idris Elba do yeah. they connect together? no they don't for the look of it unfortunately uh, and what's he holding in his hands? a ball okay I think the term is an orb right? it's a ball <laughs> I thought he was doing a kind of Shakespearean kind of like uh, Yorick I knew him well this Alaska. ball orb this nine-inch scale PVC diorama of the Man in Black is based on his appearance in the feature film The Dark Tower and features authentic details, precision sculpting, and paint with the likeness of actor Matthew McConaughey. You may hear the slightly quiet tones of Mr. Ollie McNamee in the background there. Yeah, yeah. Wearing a rather fetching Spider-Man jacket. Yes. So... What do we think, gentlemen? I mean, I got £5 off. Mm-hmm. I, I, I appreciate the franchise was not as successful as hoped. Um, we have Oscar-winning Matthew McConaughey. I mean, from here, it does look a little bit more like Tom Hiddleston than Matthew McConaughey. I was thinking more Michael Madsen with a bit of an underchin. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Does he glow in the dark? He doesn't glow in the dark. He is holding an orb. Does the orb glow in the dark? <laughs> I've, I've not asked him about that. If he is, I, he might want to check it with his doctor. It, it becomes it becomes a 7 out of 10 if the orb glows in the dark, but I'm going to go with a see-through six. orb. <laughs> I mean, he's wearing what I can imagine Keith would think would look cool now. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. It, it's, a, it's, it's basically the John Wick style, but without Keanu Reeves' head. It's a slightly head. longer jacket. Though, yeah. It's quite nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's not the most dynamic of poses. 
it's not the most dynamic of faces by the look of it. Yeah. I think you can tell it is Matthew McConaughey from the back of the oh, box. From the back of the box. Yeah, that's the pre-production picture mm, that yes. they made before they actually sculpted the body. <laughs> I, I like how there's windows on the side so you can see through to Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you really want to see, see his if arm. You want to see all angles of Matthew McConaughey. This is how you do it. There's even a window on the top of the box. <laughs> so you can see his head. Right. I mean, it's, it's impressive size-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. <laughs> good job, guys, not here, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a good, sturdy nine inches. Uh, yeah. It's got a base. It's, got a, it's all about the base. Sturdy base. <laughs> um, I, I feel bad to only score six. I'm, I'm, I think it's, yeah. not quite, it's not quite cool enough. Or I think it, enough. it's so, more just kind of the fact that it is from the Dark Tower film. which <laughs> didn't really do very well and yeah I got it I got it more for the Oscar winning Matthew McConaughey yeah but no one's exactly screaming out for I want a Matthew McConaughey doll alright okay <laughs> Lee this or the Max Payne 3 figurine that is in every charity shop ever around the world I mean I don't really like Max Payne so I think they produced like 6 billion of those yeah this collector's edition of Max Payne yeah I'm really overestimated they sold a million special editions and then no one wanted the figure anymore alright I, I admit defeat so it's mm. between you two now I think you could you could repaint him to, to look like, like his character out something like Sahara yeah or something. I think there's a lot of mileage in there in repainting him mm. into other Matthew McConaughey characters yes so there's mileage in that yeah. So I think that's, that's, that's a secondary... Uh, what other great Matthew McConaughey characters have there been? We could interstellar him up, put him in a space suit. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other films that I've seen Matthew McConaughey in. Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. Lengthen his hair out a bit, 70s shirt it. I think he's one of those actors where I've heard of him and not seen him in anything. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> yeah, I know he's in things, yeah. but there's not many... Do you, do you not remember the wonders of Ed TV? No. See, Ed TV started reality TV. Or... I I always saw Ed TV as just like the less interesting Truman Show. Yeah, because they came out around the same time. So. All right. Oh yeah, that was the thing. Wasn't yeah, it? So, yeah. 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 Right. Okay. As you two are gonna pick your own items, it looks like it's me to decide. Then, isn't it? It's a tri- I think that's a tricky decision. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a very close run, I think. They're both very quality items. But I'm going to give it to Domo because he has a special feature, which he is glowing under the black light. <laughs> which we need to uh, investigate. <laughs> yeah. Keith, you'll have to dig your black light out of the cupboard. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind going uh, second. Defeat. You know, obviously, the twins have got the pose ready to be second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this Not That Challenge. Thanks for joining us this week. You can find us all at Geeky Brummy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Yelchobes, and at geekybrummy.com. But for now, bye everybody.